All right, let's close out this second part in my conversation with my good friend Bogus Hansel of Hansel and Associates in Chicago, Illinois. And if you missed the first part, it was It's Amazing What Happens When You Speak the Language, uh, posted a week ago from today, and this is where we left things off. I mean, it's, 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 it's going to stick around. Um, you've probably noticed the just mass explosion of people vlogging and doing video and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely a tool. It's definitely a tool that works. You know, I think eventually it'll probably become a little bit oversaturated and the next thing will come in. Um, so I'm curious to see what that's going to be, but, uh, you know, it's, I'll listen to you. I don't know if I'm going to allow this, this kind of talk to happen right now, bogus. Now, obviously those are fighting words. Well, I mean, not quite, it's not that aggressive, but, uh, it, this is an interesting conversation. It's actually going to be a little shorter than I thought it was going to be, uh, mainly because I forgot that bogus and I spent the last, 10, 15 minutes of the conversation talking about nonsense. But nonetheless, this is a conversation wrapping up one, you know, that statement there, my thoughts, a little back and forth, but really diving deep into um, just the idea of what happens uh, when you maybe don't need lead flow, but, you know, should you, what's the balance with keeping your marketing and how do you maybe further the process? How do you push the process further down kind of the, the way to where you know, you're, you're, you're intervening at the, at the, the most immediate, the most effective point to, to reduce communication drops to where things kind of get a little messy, a little whatever, and, uh, just kind of pushing, you know, bogus and I kind of pushing back and forth on each other. And that's really the, the, the lens that you want to kind of view this conversation through is, you know, one, you know, even if you are having an amazing lead flow, you know, should you keep the marketing going full throttle? Uh, my buddy Jerry Nicholas, sometimes we, we go back and forth because he likes to turn off his AdWords when he's got too many leads coming in. And again, that's, you know, these are good problems to obviously have, but I'm, I'm constantly fascinated with this idea of, you know, I like, I like, I like having your back against the wall to really force you to, you know, figure out a way relatively quickly to handle the business as opposed to, um, you know, waiting for things to line up and what is what is good what is perfect what is what does that look like but that's it that's i mean again just a quick i think this is about 10 12 minutes of, of me and bogus going through that and and just um this is it we're gonna wrap it up and uh enjoy once i get that stuff figured out then yeah then you kind of are able to to focus on other things um you know if someone in my office comes in is like i want to do video i'll be like praise the lord you know here you go. I've got this camera. I've got this microphone. I've got, you know, Adobe. Let's go at it, you know. Um, but you're going to have to figure out how to use it because I don't have the time to do it personally right now. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, it's do you think video is as valuable as it was when the agents first started using it or no? Dude, I mean, video is only going to get more valuable, I think, personally. I don't think it's even come close to peaking. Um, it's just, I think the, I think agents got, to, a lot of agents got distracted with the shiny of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they saw other people doing it and, and a lot of that is not really translatable to insurance. Um, right. I mean, you have, you have people, you know, that are able to pretty much work on the business or outside of the business, um, meeting with, you know, new people and doing fun things and okay. Yeah. A videographer makes sense, but you know, me hiring a videographer for nine, 10 hours a day to sit me and watch me look at a computer and clean up data. Um, <laughs> that's not really fun, right? No, nor is it interesting. 
nor is it interesting at all. You have to look at it this way, right? If 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 you if you bombard the agency with all this new marketing and in the turn in turn the goal is to bring in more leads. I've been successful in bringing leads to the point where leads aren't getting touched or returned because the workflow in our office isn't where it needs to be. So it's just wasting money at that point, right? You've hit a capacity and you're, you're seeing that what's coming in right now, still being in, you know, an error touch point. If I find out that someone hasn't been contacted after the, you know, after the first conversation for five days, like that's ridiculous. Well, that is ridiculous. But like, what are you trying to sell? Just a standard home and auto policy, or what? Like, what types of is there stuff that? Yeah, is... I mean, sometimes it's like the simplest thing, right? But you're looking at you. You know, you're managing twelve different agents. You're trying to split the leads evenly. Um, you know, they're 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 they you know they rely heavily on the agency to bring in the leads. You know, we don't have them cold call or anything like that. You know, they, you know, they cross sell to, to people that they meet and, uh, you know, friends and family. But a lot of the agencies that they get are provided by the, you know, or leads they get are provided by the agency. So, you know, you split them evenly. Sometimes someone's going to be like, okay, I'm going to take this lead. In reality, they're not 100% sure where their time availability is. And, you know, that lead might get pushed because they just realized that they got stuck working on a lead they took previously that's a lot harder than they expected it to be. You know, now you're trying to figure out, okay, well, how to fix that, right? So you go back and you start looking at that and you start looking at problems and inconsistencies of 30 people. It takes time. It certainly does. It certainly does. What about, and this is, an, again, too, um, again, if it's like the, the simple home and auto stuff, like do you guys have any comparative raters in the agency, like to get them at least to like the data entry form part, like to where you can maybe start – Oh no, it's not the it's not like the data entry. It's like the problem. It's the communication. Well, right. I guess which what I, I guess what I'm mind saying, boggling. Well, well, see, here's I guess what I'm saying, right? Is is uh, some of the marketing tactics, depending on how they come in, like again, automation, workflows, emails, all these all this fun stuff, to push it further and further down to the almost the you know to as far as the technology will allow it to go before somebody even needs to get involved. Uh, in some cases, even dare I say, figure out a way to sell it without talking to the person potentially um those are some of the things i think in the marketing and and as as the marketing and the technology you know become more intertwined that's 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 something that is fascinating to me that that you guys might be able to to do to where that solves both problems i mean yeah i mean there's for sure programs out there that you know could help with that i mean you know it's setting up an onboarding campaign and utilizing you know the tools out there or you know, voicemail drops or, you know, whatever it may be to kind of set, set the, the standard, um, for communication for the, for the, you know, the client, but, um, you have to make sure that your agency is a whale, well-oiled machine. Um, and I don't feel like we're a hundred percent there yet. I think we're getting there and I think will it's you, slower than, will you, you know, ever be a hundred percent though. I don't think, ever, I don't think it would be a hundred percent. I don't know. I'd probably, probably not, but, uh, I mean, all right. What percentage are you at right now? How about that? <laughs> I'd probably say we're, I don't know, 80, 80%. I think, I think 90 is a pretty good number. I mean, 80 is probably solid for me, but I would say 90 is probably a good number to shoot for. I mean, probably yeah, I mean, good. it's, uh, nothing's, you know, I guess not, nothing can ever be perfect, but if you look at it that way, you're never going to really, you know, figure it out. 
I mean, Henry Ford said, if there's a way to do it better, find it, right? So you got to look at it and you might change a process 10 or 15 times until you figure out the right way to do it. So it's, you know, it could be evenly as simple as sending an email out. What, what do you do the most of? What type of insurance do you sell the most of? Uh, we're pretty evenly split. I mean, it depends on if you're looking at policies and force or if you're looking at premium. Uh, premium is probably a better number to go by, right? I don't know. Like what makes the most money? I mean, what really makes the most money, if you look on a per policy basis, it's non-standard auto because you're having commissions paid of like 27 to 30%. Hmm. Um, so that's what really makes the most, most money, but that's also the biggest time suck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but, um, I'd probably say that we still have, we're, we're still, we're probably still 55% personal lines. What's your, um, what's your number one commercial? I mean, artisan contractors. I mean, it's, that's, you know, that's like the, the, Polish community, right? I mean, they they're, they they love to build things. They're good with their hands. So you're looking at all these, you know, artisan contractors and small CGL policies. You know, ghost workers comp policies. That's we have a lot of that. We have a lot, a lot of that. Have, has Rob talked to you about Cover Wallet? Uh, he's not talking to me about Cover Wallet. Hmm. Yeah, like again, back to the like, because their platform's set up to go end to end, like start to finish on commercial business. I don't know how well suited it is for some of that stuff, but I mean, like a simple GL, you know, again, putting the right system in place, focused on Polish contractors. Oh, you know what I mean? Like that's pretty, that's two rungs down and you create something that puts them through start to finish. You're building the workflow. You're kind of keeping the, the lack of communication drop out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, there are tools in there, um, but you're you're looking at, you have to know the business that you're in too, right? So, you know, artisan contractors, a lot of those jobs may be seasonal. Um, you're getting hit with certificate requests left and right. I mean, we're sometimes we're issuing, you know, 1,500 certificates on a monthly basis. That's a lot of certs. You know, certificates don't get any easier. Bogus don't, you know, come, they with, want... bogus don't come up with these excuses because CoverWallet's platform is designed to, to allow them to do that. Set the expectations. So I'll show you your certificate. Here you go, sir. Yeah, with all 50 additional insureds and their sons and daughters and uh, cousins and uncles and everything. Well, so here's here's where I think you need to. I think I think here's the mindset. And again, I think there's a there's a serious there's a more serious conversation to be had here too. But I think the mindset that shift that you need to have is that every person that walks in the door tomorrow is not aware of how you did things yesterday, right? Um, meaning you get to set the new rules as to how these people interact with the agency, and it might be completely different than what you have done or will want to do with people that come to you through the community that you've already known and you've always known and served. You know what I mean? It's a different, different crowd. So, you know, if you set that expectation from the gate, like, like this and like, Hey man, like we're going to help you. And, 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 and you can again, create manual processes to where actual physical human beings are involved. But I mean, to shoot for again, that per, shooting for the perfection of completion of policy, start to finish without a human being, knowing that, you know, if you can get, you know, 60, 70% of that to happen. And then you handle whatever overflow doesn't then, I mean, that's like, that's a good number. Yeah. I mean, that's a good problem. To, that's a good place to be in. I'm yeah. For making sense. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Oh, come on, bogus. I need a little more energy out of you. <laughs> I feel like we talk and we never really get anywhere. It's always about me and it's never about you, Joey. 
Well, it's never supposed to be about me. What do you want to know? Why? Why can't it? Why can't we do a podcast about you? I, I mean, we can. Somebody's offered actually to interview me as as a podcast, but I've I pushed it off. So. <laughs> Um, what it's, I'm, a, I'm an open book and I know you got to get to your call with Eric, which I'm tempted to crash, uh, which I've, cause I've jumped in there occasionally. It's fun. But, um, what do you want to know, Bogus? I'm an open book. 